Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Gabriel Devine. He is Titanic. We're coming at y'all live with another episode of Wrestling with the Locals. Today, we're going to interview a gentleman who we've both seen in action. We've, we've Very impressive. Man, he is a future up-and-coming bright star in this business, and he is, I can't say enough things about him. You know, we, we had him on the CCWA show in Corning, and... Uh, Man, I was impressed. Just loved uh, loved his attitude. Loved uh, how he presented himself, and he is truly. Uh, I, I see big things in his future. You know, we've been around twenty years, and I see him making it. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Carter, Carter Matthews. You're damn right. You are damn right. That's exactly what I expect to hear when I see two fine gentlemen talking about the one. And only Carter Matthews, and I know that name is used on multiple times. A man named Ricochet, but whenever he falls off the off the ladder, Carter Matthews will definitely step up that ladder and take that place. How you guys doing this evening? Good. How are you? Man, I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. I cannot complain at all. I, that little introduction. Whew. Well, you're <laughs> welcome, man. You earned it because you, you know we've. My first introduction to you was at our CCWA show there in Corning, and I was uh, truly impressed with you and your in-ring ability. You and Action Jackson <laughs> tore it up that night, and uh, man, I've seen some footage of you since, and it's just more impressive than you know than it was before. Uh, well, that whole thing with Action Jackson, I should have beat him. I should have beat him. There's no way at that match. I want a rematch. I don't know about anybody else, but I want a rematch with Action Jackson at the next CCWA show because simply put. I had him. I had him in the center of that ring, and if it wasn't for Danny Jackson standing in my way, I would have had that match won. It always ends up being the referee that messes the shit up, right? I'm sorry, do what now? I said it's always the referee that messes shit up, right? Well, it's always the fucking referees. They don't know how to do their job. Their job is to stand there and make the three count. Nothing else. I don't need you talking to me. I don't need you telling me, hey... Hey, back up, back up. No, you don't tell me to back up. I will tell you to back up and stay in the other corner. I am kicking his ass. Don't tell me how to do my damn job. Do you really want to piss me off? I've already got enough fire in me anyways. All right, that rest, they don't know. That's what hey, we like to hear from these is. young guys. You know, <clears throat> you're, you you got it going, man. you got it going on. And keep that fire, man, because you're going to make it somewhere in, with that fire. It, it doesn't matter who you put in front of me. You can put Action Jackson, the stuntman, played in Black Panther, was in the Avengers. You could put Best of the Ring, Post to Post, Pillar to whatever the hell you want to call him. You can put Austin Lane in front of me, and I'll take him out too. You, know, you could even give me, you can even give me Marco Stunt. Feed his little body to me. And I will throw him around that ring. And while he's doing the all-in zero hour tomorrow, I'll send a message to Cody Rhodes personally. You booked the wrong person. Damn. That's what I like to hear. Carter, like, uh, we kind of had, we kind of talked earlier today, <clears throat> kind of gave you, an, you know, how it goes and everything. Who was your inspiration to start wrestling? I mean, it, it's only fitting. I mean, as the one and only virus of professional wrestling, there's nobody that can do it like me. And if somebody were to ever try it, they would fail, fail miserably. But I have to say the one man that that, that got me into this as a kid, Triple H. The cerebral assassin, the king of kings, the game. 
<clears throat> I ain't got nothing to say to that because I'm. He is a true student of the game. He's one of the best going right now. I mean, he don't wrestle a lot, but he's still one of the best. So when he steps in that ring, though, you know business is about to pick up. That's the exact same thing that everybody else knows when Carter Matthews steps in that ring. Whenever my music hits and I walk out, not only do I get a lot of things off my chest, but these people know, oh, shit, business has just picked up. Same thing applies with Triple H. He and I are one to the same. He's a, he's a student of the game, and so am I. Some could even call me little game. Because whenever I come to the ring, I come to the ring with a purpose and a direction. When that direction gets thrown off, I do not want anybody standing in my way when somebody throws that off. But I, I, the one. I like that. We're going to have to throw that on there next time you at a show and I'm introducing you. I'm going to have to throw that the little game on there. That that's I like that. Yeah, we like that. That's, that's awesome. No, what, no, what you will say, <laughs> what you will say is this is the virus of professional wrestling and everybody needs to watch out. Because that is a message that I will send to not only anybody in Arkansas, Tennessee, Missouri, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, it doesn't matter. I don't care who you are. You can be on top of your game and you will still fall and grovel at my feet. So uh, I may be very, very inexperienced, but I certainly believe everything that I say and I believe in everything that I do. And that takes me farther than just about anybody. So how many years have you been in the business now, Carter? How many years have I been in the business? Yes, sir. This answer is going to shock you. I started my training on May 14th of 2017, my proper training. And look at what I've done in just about a year. Damn. I who have career you? wins over Action Jackson. The irony of who trained me is the same man that grovels at my feet because he knows he trained somebody to be better than him and as much as much trash talking as i do i gotta give it to action jackson jonathan holt that's the person that showed me the ropes that's the person that broke me into the business that's awesome some would say i might consider action jackson a friend sometimes but nobody's a friend when i walk through that curtain Amen. When I walk in the curtain, you are my biggest enemy. Yeah, I don't sure. care who you are. Hell yeah, you got to look at everybody that way when it comes to this business. It don't matter who you are. I currently know SDCWA has a heavyweight champion, and his name is Danny Dollar. But I don't see him defending that championship around. What's up with this, Carl? What's up with this? We have 30 days to be, have a championship defense. Well, I will tell you now... Uh, he, it is vacated. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right, because Danny Dollar had an ACL-NCL injury. It's vacated. So my only question to you is why has nobody given Carter Matthews a call and said, hey, Carter, we understand that you've been in this business for just a little bit now, but man, we think you should be the one to walk out and represent this company as it's heavyweight champion well we're we're gonna explain that to you right now as commissioner and and him as as one of the owners of the company we've had a a a little pause in ccwa due to the board of directors taking over and we had a split between partnerships and we're working with some 
silent partners. They don't want to be named yet, but uh, we're working on getting a location and more dates and coming back. And as a matter of fact, Carter, I've got your name on the top of my list. I don't know if I believe that or a lot. You don't know. I, mean, I was left. I was left off the last DCWA show. I, I remember. Oh, well, let me, oh, let me, let me tell you, that, that wasn't this me. Is perfect that opportunity to have this conversation because now I've got the commissioner and the owner on the phone. Let's go ahead and air it out for all their why. Why was the virus of professional wrestling Carter Matthews left? Because at the, at the time of that show, the other owner, the other owner was the one that got all the wrestlers on that show. We were told that we weren't needed that night. And so that's why we have done the split, and we we're working with our silent partners, and we've got. Uh, and we want nothing but the best at our show. We are waiting. The building is not being rented out till after the fair. We can tell you that. So once we're well, able to get all, back all I know. There, go ahead. All, all the all the Carter knows is that there was a three way dance for the CCWA Heavyweight Championship. And my name wasn't in it. The defending champion, Danny Dollar. I no. couldn't remember who the other guy was, but I know one of the guys that was in it because his name is Action Jackson. I feel like you have to earn that spot. No, Action Jackson was in a tag match with uh, Brandon Baxter and Derrick King and Dustin Starr. <laughs> Derrick King. <laughs> I, yeah, I... Uh... Around the time when they were doing the Round Hill Survival, I've seen a video of you calling him out. Yeah. Go ahead and explain yeah. that to us. I, oh, I'll was, I was gladly explain that Derek King, Derek, by God, nothing but a joke, Derek King decided to stick his nose where it didn't belong. I made my MEW debut at Mid-South Elite Wrestling out of Memphis, Tennessee. Carter Matthews invaded Memphis to take over the show. I made DJ Brown question his entire career, and then Derek King had the audacity. The audacity to take advantage of me when I wasn't looking. So when I turned around, Derek King, in Derek King fashion, was the only move that he knows how to throw, a super kick. Decided to kick me not just once in the face, but twice. Twice in my MVW debut and embarrassed me. My girlfriend was sitting ringside laughing at me. So, yeah, I had a bone to pick with Derek King. You don't embarrass me like that. You don't embarrass me. So, yeah, I've had a little, I've had a few run ins with Derek King. And every time, every single time, he wants to tune up the band. He wants to think he's Shawn Michaels. Uh, he thinks he, he thinks he's Jerry the King Lawler. Well, let me tell you something, Derek King. You ain't pulling those straps down, and you ain't doing it anytime soon. So why don't you go back to the bingo hall like you're already doing and quit throwing super kicks? Because the last time we checked, that's all you really got. You were this close to getting your head shaved by Mo Stiegel. Mo Stiegel, of all people, Mo Stiegel almost beat him. But then Alan Steele had to come out. And in classic Allen Steel fashion, wanted to say that I knocked Derek King's foot off the rope. I didn't do anything. I did not. No, I, was just I didn't. I did not 
knock his foot off the rope, and Mo Stiegel's head was shaved. It was an injustice. They restarted the match. And then Mo, then Mo hits me with a chair like it was my fault that he now lost. Hmm. Sounds like we, this is going to be something we're going to have to bring to CCWA. I well, I mean, I, I, as I was telling Carter, I do have his name on our list. I've got Derek's name on our list. I've got several other guys' names on the list. Uh, well, here's the match you can book. This is the match you can book right now, and I'll gladly throw out my suggestions all day, every day. It's no problem. I got a real simple threat match that would actually sound real nice. Hell, you can make this a fatal five-way once Danny Dollar comes back because I'm a, I'm a man of respect and I can definitely see that somebody would deserve their match. Carter Matthews versus Action Jackson versus Derek King versus Dustin Five Star versus Danny Dollar to crown me the new CCWA heavyweight champion. And then when I win that match, they can all line up and kiss the foot of the king because now I've taking the throne. Sounds like we may have to get the king over to see uh, see who the true king is. Nah, I don't think Jerry King Lawler wants that beat down. He's already had enough to deal with recently. In all due respect to the king, he don't want that. He don't want that right now. I say a lot of things, and I may say some hurtful things. I, I can't do it. I, I, I may be the one that likes to run his mouth and disrespect people all the time. But even even even, even me has a conscience, and I can't, I can't bring that up. Man's going through a lot right now. I understand. You're, you're, I understand. You're right on that. I mean, it's it's been a tough couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, it's been horrible. I mean, maybe, maybe he should go back to maybe he should go to being a jester because he likes to crack so many jokes that nobody puts over. Or, or I got a, I got a better idea. Do meet and greet at your restaurant on Beale Street. Everybody comes in there and tells how great your food is. I've eaten at your restaurant before, Jerry. It's not that good. <laughs> the, the, the food was crap. Do your meet and greet at your restaurant. Do, do those there. Just like CM Punk, the coward who quit professional wrestling four years ago, is now signing and doing all this fun stuff. At a professional wrestling pay-per-view called All In. Everybody knows about All In, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And what's he going to do? He's going to make money to be a coward. So, uh, Carter, where, where can people find you at? Where are you going to be wrestling at here in the future? People can find me wherever their eyes are, are drawn to, really. They, they should be looking for me because i got a pretty good-looking face. I ain't going to lie. It's not hard to miss, but... For those that really want to know where you can find me, you can find me wrestling for the ASWF. I'll go there. You can find me wrestling for MACW whenever Craig Stone decides to bring his ass back out. You can find me wrestling for Mid-South Elite Wrestling. That's where the Elite compete. And that's where Derek King is going to get beat. By me. You can find me you know what? I'll even tell you where you can find me tomorrow. This is exactly where you can find me tomorrow. You can find me and all your favorite main event pro wrestling superstars. You even have the golden one, Cassandra Golden. Big Daddy Yum Yum. Action Jackson. The Pillars of Destiny. Johnny Swole of Galactica. 
and all the hottest professional wrestling stars touring the entire Mid-South, Louisiana, Texas, and Arkansas. You can find us tomorrow at the Red Rock Margarita Festival. Kicking off tomorrow, our main event season starts right back up. You can find us in Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh, you're going to be on, on that big show down there. Who knows what the virus may do, Carl? You know exactly how I operate. I don't tell people what I do. I just do it. There you go. That's what I do. I mean, sometimes you got to take the bull by the horns and do, do shit yourself. This business is a business that people, you, you nothing gets handed to you, and if it does get handed to you, I don't know what on what silver platter it got handed to you on, because nothing is handed to you, especially if I see it. If I see something get handed to you, well, okay. I'll take it. <laughs> it's an eye for an eye in this business, and I promise you right now, friends or no friends, I'm in this business to do two things. Make money. And win championships. Speaking of championships, how many championships have you won so far in your career? How many championships have I won so far? Well, it what disgruntles me is that I'm insulted by such a question that you asked because I should have already had one under my belt. And that's the CCWA Heavyweight Championship. But we're not going to talk about that anymore. I've already made my piece about that. It looks like you guys are on the, on the match and booking the match right now. Or even shouldn't even be a match. How about I got a better idea? How about you put them four in a match to challenge me? I don't need to be in that match. What, what are that supposed to do for them? That means that leaves the odd man out, and the odd man out is going to go go to the concession stand, get him some popcorn and a Diet Coke, because I don't drink regular sodas. I'm better than that. And I'm going to sit down in the crowd, and I'm going to hold my title. And the next time I come back up there, my name better be on it. That's how I see it. Fit. Have somebody challenge me. So you're making yourself the official number one contender for the CCWA heavyweight title. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm making myself the champion. Oh. Oh, okay. Now, I, you know, and, you know, we, we both agree we both like Triple H. But we don't give championships out. Championships are won in the ring. You, never, you didn't give a championship. You awarded it to the most rightful competitor. It's not, it's not a gift. It is never a gift. Trust me. Like I just said, I don't take the, I don't like things handed to me. I will take them. I don't care where it is. You can put it up on the announce desk and talk about how this is the most prestigious prize in all of CCWA. It is. And what do I do? And what do I do? When it's sitting up there without even any chains surrounding it or nothing to keep it held down, I'll go up there, I'll grab the mic from that piece of crap who doesn't know how to call a match. And I'll take my title, I'll walk to the ring, and I will gladly ask a referee Danny Jackson or whoever a poor, pathetic soul to hire to put on the zebra stripes. And I will ask him to please strap the world title around its rightful owner. Which piece of crap are you referring to that don't know how to call a match? Hi, Riley. <laughs> how many of you sit up the desk? Well, there was two of us. Both of you. Because I remember well, I the last time I did this, I said, I said, I said, don't you play his music until I step in the ring. And what exactly happened? That was what happened? That was the voice. Oh, yeah, that was the voice of CCWA. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> we understand. We understand I don't find this funny. 
I don't find this funny at all. Oh, trust me, I do because I understand your frustration with him. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, uh, maybe we'll somebody, sure maybe somebody doesn't home. have to award me the championship. That's fine. Nobody has to award me anything. I can just take it whenever I want. We will. Definitely... I'll earn it. I'll earn it. You know what? That's fine. That's actually no. That's okay. That is completely okay. Because it would feel much better to earn that heavyweight championship by beating four of arguably the very best to ever walk through this state. To ever step inside of a wrestling ring in the state of Arkansas and Derek King and Dustin Five Star, Brandon Baxter even, Action Jackson, Danny Dollar. I would be glad to. I would be certainly happy to watch it all go down. And take my rightful spot when all four of them are laid out in the center of the ring. All right. Don't ever me a little game. I always got something up my sleeve. Well, we look forward to seeing that little game. So, uh. Try it. Got any questions? I ain't got any more damn questions. He called you. He called you. I feel like you guys don't like me very much. Oh, we love you. <laughs> uh, y'all trying to cut me short or something? I got a whole lot I can say. Oh, I'm probably, I'm pretty sure you do. So, uh, so far, how? What, what is your highest profile match you've had so far? Um, my highest profile match? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, when you say highest profile, do you mean who who is standing in the ring with me? Because anybody who stands in the ring with me has already put on the mat. That's high profile enough. You're standing in the ring with with somebody who has little little experience with everybody who has probably ten plus years, and 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 they're having a hard time keeping up. You know, like guys like Derek King, for instance. You know, I've I've had matches with Derek. I've had matches with Action Jackson. I personally think that they're both, as much as it pains me to say this, incredibly gifted performers. Oh, yeah, they're or, or I wouldn't train with one of them. I said it. I ain't afraid to say it at all. Put this on the air for everybody to hear right now. Action Jackson is the man that trained me, but what he did was trained me just a little too well, because he didn't realize that come March 3rd, come March 31st, and even come CCWA on May 12th, he didn't realize that he showed the kid too much and that I could counter everything that he did. You've seen the matches. Oh, yeah, I've seen the matches. You've seen the matches. He, <clears throat> he got it once. He got it once. I turned around and I thought that maybe he was still down, but he outsmarted us all. Well, he really just kind of tendered to those crap fans in Corning, Arkansas. And they cheered him on. And they said, you got this action. You got this. Take care of Carter. And when I turned around, here comes Action Jackson flying off the top rope and trying to rip my head off. He tried to commit a murder. He really wanted to go to jail that night. Action Jackson really wanted 
to try to kill somebody that night because that's exactly what he attempted to do. Yeah, Luckily, match of the night there. I know y'all had the match of the night. Well, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and toot my own horn, but I mean, sure. If that's what y'all, if that's what anybody wants to think. I will personally thank you for that. Thank you for saying that I had matched the night. Well, you're welcome. There was a lot of good people there. Yeah, we did have some good talent there, but uh, uh, nothing showed like you and Action Jackson did that night. I mean, well, I'm, I mean, I think, I think the Rumble did I'm pretty gonna, good. You know, even though I, you know, I booked the show. I mean, I ain't afraid to. Say who I think did the best that night, and y'all were the best match that night. Hey, Carl, this is why I've always liked you. You're a smart guy. You know the right things to say. And you know the truth. You don't sit here and steal lies. You tell the truth. I can respect that. No, I only lied to wives and shit like that. <laughs> I mean, what God doesn't? I mean, there's just some things that we just don't want to get in trouble for. And more than half the time we get in trouble for ridiculous weak stupid stuff so I'm with you. I'm with you there so uh I, I know I know some of these guys that you've been around I know you gotta have some funny road stories oh god where do I begin where do I begin shoot man I've, I've been up and down so many roads now that I've I feel like I've driven the same ones over and over again, but uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. Um, I mean, it, it's it's no secret. I mean, if I can if I can save face for a moment here, I mean, this ain't. Oh, it's gonna be difficult for you. Truth, truth, truth be told, this ain't this ain't Carter Matthews talking right now. This is me being as honest and as real as I can get. I may be the biggest dickhead in that ring when I hit that curtain. But I got some of the best friends in the world who helped me and guide me along the way. Action's one of them. It's probably why I hate him so much. Probably. Cassandra Golden. Just to just to even I, I got to. If you don't know who Cassandra Golden is, make sure people hear about this. One of the hottest young female rising stars in the entire area. Me and uh, me and Action Jackson talked about her one night. That girl's going places. That girl wrestling everywhere. She is busy every single weekend. Somebody wants her on that show. Yeah, I know she's she's booked for uh, a show. I think September the sixth here in Memphis, up in Memphis. She's booked for Wildfire Wrestling for Kevin Lawler. Yep, yep. And I can tell you right now, I can I couldn't be I couldn't be more proud of her. Like she's honestly both her and her in action are probably two of my best friends. I can go to them for just about anything. Sometimes they actually turn around and punch me in the face first before they were doing something for me because he just doesn't like me that much. Right. They got tired. He he didn't take well to the fact that I beat him a few times, and he, he just, he just he's always got this aggression towards me. But it's okay. It's completely okay because sometimes I want to punch him in the face too. Well, um, I mean, that's what, I mean, that's what brothers do. <laughs> I, I mean... You ain't wrong about that. <laughs> you ain't wrong about that at all. So, uh, but, I, mean, I know you there, got to have some road stories with him. Oh, yeah, give definitely. Us, you you know, we're on the way to... Cassandra and I were on the way to... It's, it's not really a funny story. 
but it gets funny. Okay. Um, we're on the way to Natchitoches, Louisiana. And if you don't know where Natchitoches is, it is a BFE yep. in the middle of bumfuck Louisiana. Oh. I don't, really, I don't so, know shit about Louisiana, brother. I I, I, truth be told, I just kind of drove through it. I was like, man, it smells like Cajun people down here, so I really don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> we, went to this, we went to this little high school, Natchitoches High School, and did a main event for a wrestling show. Like I said, main event's kicking back on tomorrow. So, we're doing that, and we're on the way down there. It gets pretty dark. I asked her to stop real quick so I can get myself a little snack, try to keep myself going, so we can get the ring put together, help them out. And the unfortunate part of this whole story is that we did get into a single car accident. Um, we hit a deer. Um, unfortunately, she had to have her car repaired, and it took about three weeks off of it. So that it really kind of – the night started off a little bit rough. But we go – somebody takes us from Benton, Louisiana, which is like around the, around the border of Arkansas, Louisiana, and takes us to Shreveport. Well, no, they tried to rip us off, too. They tried to almost call the cops, which they actually, no, they did call the cops. This guy called the cops because he tried to help us, and he pulled up on us and asked us if we needed a tow. We offered him a certain amount of money, and he took it. And then he wanted $80 more on top of that. I was like, you crazy. Called the, called the cops. Cops come over there, and this is the part where it gets funny. So, God help this woman. Miss Wilcott, Byron's mama. If you know anything about Byron Wilcott, you know Byron Wilcott, right? Yes. Okay, y'all know Byron. Y'all know how Byron is. Oh, Love yeah. Byron to death. But Byron will get his point across that big, tall motherfucker. His <laughs> mama is just as hell more intimidating. His mama come out there and come to the damn rescue. I swear to God, this woman pulled out her, pulled out of her nice ass Lincoln car. Got before she could even open the damn door, you could hear her in that car yelling, saying, y'all better leave my babies alone. Mm-mm, I'm, I'm, mm-mm. Right, what's going on here? What's going on here? Y'all, y'all better leave my babies alone. They come down here for a wrestling show, and this man going to try to rip them off. And somebody said, man, and the officer said, man, I'm going to need you to calm down. She's still over here firing up because that, that's Miss Wilcott. So she's going off getting crazy. The guy ends up leaving. When she puts us in her car and takes us back to the house, then Byron comes to pick us up, right? So Byron picks us up about one o'clock in the morning, and we got to be up six hours later, and we're still an hour and a half out from our destination. We get down there, we all go to bed, but on the way down there, Byron Wilkai is telling the most ridiculous stories, random stories about grapes. First off, asks me to tell a joke, and I'm not a very funny individual. I'm pretty serious most of the time, as you all know. I got a bone to pick with a lot of people, and I got a chip on my shoulder a lot of the times. It's just in my nature. So Byron tells me to tell him a joke. I don't remember what the damn joke was, because it wasn't funny. And he decides to start telling a story about grapes, and about the big grapes. I don't know what they're called. Muscadine. Muscadine grapes. Those those they are. This man, I kid you not, went on for an hour about the same damn grapes. <laughs> I believe I've heard that same story one time, but I'll see About the same damn grape, and I'm over here like, dude, can you not tell me a cool story about how you, you know, got chopped 6,000 times by Tetsukuka Okada? Give me a cool story, not about grapes. So this man will fuck about grapes. The only thing going through my head is... I, I'm a big rock music fan. I love the Vince Sevenfold, and if anybody knows who Vince Sevenfold's old drummer used to be, 
name was Jimmy the Red Sullivan. I had their their all excess DVD for a while, and they were chasing ducks in a park one day. And they were running around saying, oh, look at a duck. It's a scallion duck. He's not afraid at all. But the only thing I could think about when he was talking about these grace was the oh shit, what's in the bucket song. So I'm in my head just singing this own song. Oh shit, what's in the bucket? What's in the bucket? A motherfucking shit, motherfucker, them grapes and grapes in your mouth. He's over here talking about grapes and he asked me a question. And my response, huh? <laughs> and he was like, and he said, and I, and I, I love Byron to death. So if he ever hears this, please know this is not a place to hate. This is more how to play this. Damn, this is funny. In classic Byron, Nick, did you really not listen to anything that I just said? I went on for an hour telling you about this story that meant a lot to me and you didn't listen you didn't listen at all i'm gonna need you to close your mouth and open your ears and i'm like bro i didn't even open my mouth what do you mean it's two o'clock in the morning we're driving in a nice challenger i don't really feel like having an argument <laughs> that probably has to be one of the funnier stories that i've i've been on the road for um i mean i've had a lot of good road stories a lot of the conversations that i'll have on the road are, are actually very serious. We'll we'll talk about like life and kind of the, the trials and tribulations that most people go through. And I mean, people see me and they think, oh, that guy's just really pissed off, and you know, he thinks he's hot shit, and blah 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 blah. Truth be told, I really don't. That is completely a persona for being for shooting here for this moment. Everything that was just said about thirty minutes prior to all this was me and my was me and full gimmick. That is exactly what I do. I talk crap about people who could probably throw me around in that wrestling ring, which some of them have. <laughs> I, I can tell you right now, if there was ever an opportunity where I was able to obtain a match for that championship that's vacated right now, you damn believe I'd be honored to do it. And it wouldn't matter if I won the match or if I lost. Because I know I'd be in there with somebody who was worthy, who was worthy of being the champion. Now, I'll bullshit aside. I'm... I've made my stances clear on what my intentions are in this business. And I won't let anybody stand in my way. That's for damn sure. I won't. I'm not about to do it. I don't care who you are. But there is a lot of things to learn in this business. And the only thing that I can do is to step in the ring with those who have been doing it for a long time that help a young cat like me, where I've been maybe a year in this business, Helped me seem like I've been in this, in this business for about five, six years because they've helped me. So I can appreciate and respect everybody who's come before me. That's pretty much how you get better. Is you get in the ring with somebody that's been there longer and it's better. And, I mean, you will. Oh, yeah. That, that's why my matches with Action Jackson and Derek King are kind of good. Yeah. Those are not, those are not, I, I can toot my own horn, but those aren't me. They're not me at all. That's that. That is a product of of listening to what's going on and paying attention. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been I've been in the ring with Derrick King. I've never been in the ring with Action, but I've been in the ring with, with Derrick. I, I felt like yeah. my match with Derrick. I mean, I've only been in the ring once with him, but I felt like that match was a lot better than what I had had. You know, considering who was in, who I was in the ring with. Well, I mean, it's very true because you got to think about it like this. Like this is my whole thought process. It don't become hard to work to have a wrestling match. I'm not even gonna say work when you're having a wrestling match. 
if you know your part in the match, mm-hmm. things don't become difficult. Right. Everybody knows my persona. It's if anybody ever had to go, hey, I wonder if Carter Matthew did a baby face. No. <laughs> and uh, I'll slap teeth at your damn mouth right now. <laughs> no. But uh, it's real simple. I don't have to do much. No, you don't. I get, to, I get to, I have the easiest job in the world. My job is easier than the referees. Yeah. Kick, punch, choke, stomp, talk shit. Mm-hmm. There's your formula. When it ever becomes harder, if it ever has to become harder than that, it's because of guys like Heel Seth Rollins and all these flippity floppity people out there trying to kill themselves for ten bucks a handshake and a hot dog. I understand. That I mean, shit. I'll give you the diet coke for free, though. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think it's people shorten their lives up, their careers definitely trying to that's do all high true. flying shit. When if you, I mean, if you keep it basic, that's what's going to get the match over. Not not just that, but for God's sake, don't. Oh, I I just got to say this one because it. It irked me. Know your role. I worked a fatal four-way match this past weekend at an, un, un, an unnamed promotion because I just, I just don't. I don't want to. I worked a fatal four-way match for their number one contendership to their heavyweight championship. The promotion's name is now there. How about that? So, we got two heels, two babies in this match, right? right. Pretty good formula. What does that give each heel? A person to work. Right. Okay. One person that I'm in the ring with is supposed to start a, a set up a set up a uh, an angle with me. So we're doing we're doing our angle, setting everything up. One of the heels in the back talking about he wants to do a springboard moonsault. First of all, if you weigh anything sixty more pounds than me, don't don't do that. I won't catch you. So he goes for it, anyways, right? He still goes for it. Oops. <laughs> Oh, no, it was it, it made me laugh. So here's how we got to the, to the part of that match. So the biggest and fattest guy in the whole match, I mean, y'all, y'all seen me. I look pretty damn good. I don't have but maybe 2% fat on my body. Mm-hmm. I'm talking crap to the fat guy. I don't think big people should be in this business. No offense, Carl. Thanks a lot. Hey, look! If I didn't, if I didn't say no offense, Carl, you would have thought that I was talking about you too. You're well, a promoter. From the get- You're <laughs> a promoter. You were a promoter, and then took care of me. Yes, you can be in the business. Uh, okay. You I'm can be in the business. Get the business. You, you, can the business. Even, you can even have a match. It's okay. I'll allow it once. Okay. But just make sure that if you have that match and you're having a tag match, that you book the right. for a minute. I, I, I try to get him to come to uh, CCWA 
and he told me he couldn't do it. But I think he ended up wrestling for ASWF. Told me he sounds about right. To get there. Sounds about right. I mean, and truth be told, he don't have he, he does not have transportation. His if he ever gave an excuse that he doesn't have a ride, that is the truth. Straight up truth, whole truth, nothing but the truth. Okay, go ahead and go with your story though. Uh, let's see. Did you forget? Sorry, I had I had oh old, old Cassandra Golden decided to ask me a personal question. She probably wants to know, just like everybody else does, when's the next time Carter Matthews is available for a date? Because I know I look just that damn good. Anywho, I ain't gonna keep talking about that. So, AD Sky, myself, and these two other goons. This dude, okay, so he, one of the goons, throws him and does a bend uh, over the top. We catch AD for a crossbody. Okay, that's a cool little. That that was that was that, that was my brainchild. How do we get to this next spot? Oh, why don't you just give him a bandera and he turns it into a crossbody because that's exactly how it was supposed to go, but it didn't. Clearly, one of the goons didn't know how to throw a bandera. How do we throw a bandera? Here, let's have a lesson, shall we? Bend over, put your arm out, and lift with your back. What happens to the person outside the ring? So what happens? Am I right or am I right? You're right. Okay. So that didn't happen. Dude ended up on the shoulders. So more or less, it looked like a Samoan drop that just kind of like, eh, follow away slam. Here you go. So dude got dumped outside the ring. Then the other guy who's head up against the ropes for a minute, I have to tell the ref, hey, ref, tell the dude to catch his wind because, God, I'm exposing the business right now, too. Uh, You're all right. Catch his wind. Catch his wind. All right. Dude gets out. Steps to the ropes, turns around, does a attempted springboard moonsault. Said he could do it. No, he didn't do it. He literally just did a springboard and tried to do a moonsault. Well, then ended up more or less hurting himself. Thank God the guy landed his head on my boot, on my white boots, might I add. So he scuffed them and didn't even offer to clean them up. How rude, right? How rude. But, yeah, I know. How rude. But thank God people were okay. I love his attitude. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit agitated, but hey, I mean, hey, nobody died, so it wasn't on my head. Uh, Finished the match and everything. The whole thing about the match, the finish, was me and the fat guy brawl outside of the ring and set up our angles. Who goes over in a brawl? The heel. It's just how it happens. I don't care if I'm not beating you. So I'm just outside beating him down, talking crap to the kid over here, saying if she was a wrestler, she'd beat me up. And I was like, yeah, I'll give you five bucks to try, but she won't. And I actually had five bucks on me at that time, the more, the most money that I've had on me in a while. And I'm not going to – I don't pay for things. People pay me to do things. But we do that. What does this other guy do as a heel? Well, I'm beating this other guy up after he loses the match. Decides to come over here and give me a Muay Thai kick to the head. Are you kidding me? What the fuck? Why? This had nothing to do with you. What are you doing? So he wanted to get over as a better heel. Well, sorry, dude. I mean, you kind of have to know what you're doing to get over. Oh, slow, and, slow and steady. Control the crowd. Right. Really is it. So I got laid out. And I'm in my head going, this dumb motherfucker. So, what do I do? 
Ref comes over there and shit out of him. Well, no, well, this is what happened. Ref comes over there and tries to give me the ink, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 pick me up, pick me up, pick me up. I said, carry me over the fat guy. I'll step on his stomach and push him. I, so in improv, stepped on him, shoved the ref out of the way. I told him, hey, watch the shove, take a bump. And I went over there back to work on my guy, right? right. What did this heel do again? Comes over there and gives me a forearm. And I'm like, you stupid motherfucker. So I just get up and start still. I take my ass to the back. And I'm like, all right, this is clearly done. I walk to the back. I busted that curtain all pissed off. And I'm sure you guys know who Cataclysm is, right? Yeah. Cataclysm and Ray Ray were all on that. And they're like, dude, you good? And I said, God dang, fucking idiot. Not gonna, I'm not going to name this person. You don't like name drop people whenever they do something wrong. But God, it's okay. Drop on here. It's okay. No, no, I, I don't. No, I don't do that. Then people tell me I have an ego. Uh, but I'm just like, dude, do you not know the, the the psychology of this whole thing? This has nothing to do with you. If you want to get heat on somebody, go get heat on the person that just pinned you. That yeah, would have made more sense. sense than coming to drop me at the better heel on his ass. It's like, kind of hard. Come the fuck on. It's kind of hard to get heat off off a heel, beat up a heel. I mean, it, it, unless unless the guy wanted to get cheered, which is exactly what happened. Right. He'll kick me in the head and he gets cheered. Then he starts to try to turn around. And I'm like, well, no, you don't fucked up now. Yeah, he turned. Hey, no, baby, face. <laughs> <sighs> like I just don't, I don't get it. This is why I like I like working matches that are extremely simple. Derek King, I may have called him a joke. I'm a person that can have respect for people and still not like them. Right. That's one person that I'm like that with. Derek can, can be a dick, but he, loves this bi- but he loves this business with everything that he has and the, the passion that he has, has exudes from his body. Right. And, I, and I, I feel that and I respect that. So every time we have a match, he will coach me to that match. He will critique me heavily for about an hour. Longer than this podcast will ever go on. And we will me. So he'll go out there and then Alan Steele will give me some advice. I get advice from, I think, incredibly good people. That's the whole thing that applies. I'm just, Carl, I'm sure you saw me make a Facebook post about it. Okay. If, there's one thing, if there's one thing that I've learned in this business, that applies to personal and everyday life. That is to keep your mouth closed and your ears wide open. Amen. Because that is how you learn. When you have an excuse for everything you didn't do correctly, that's when you're not going to learn. Whenever you've got 13 people in the back of a locker room lined up trying to shake your hand saying, man, you had the best match. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Where's the one person in the sermon that's going to be brutally honest with me and tell me what sucked? That's how I learn. Right. Because that's what happens every time with Derek King, every time with Alan Steele, every time with Action Jackson. There are things that you can do in a match that are good. But if well, things that happen that aren't good overpower what is good, the match itself is not good. 
you know, I wish I wish more guys that are new to the business would knew that shit and pay attention. And I hope a lot of new guys start listen li- will listen to this podcast when it comes out because I mean, you're nailing it right on the head. I mean, how a new guy should be when he comes into the business. Well, I mean, it, it took me a while to figure this out, too. I'm not going to sit here and say I knew this from day one. Like, literally, this all dawned upon me about three weeks ago. Oh, trust me. Because we've I, all, because I kept having started, bad math. I mean, it, it's like there are people in this business who don't know, and then there's people in this business who know and don't do anything about it. Right. The last thing that you want to have in this industry, especially in this state, is an oversized ego without enough skill to match it. If you're freaking 260 pounds and got a beer belly on you and sitting here thinking you're hot shit, let me tell you something. The shit that you actually probably produce from your body is a hell of a lot hotter than you are. It is. So, like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I've met some people who were like that. Right. And then I take a look at myself and go, am I being this way? Because that's the last thing I want to do. I talk a lot. And I'm very outgoing. That's my personality. I don't like to be quiet in a room because I feel like people are staring at me. And I'm just like, okay, I better say something before I get really, really nervous. And then I'll end up getting really nervous and saying something stupid like 25. Like, makes no sense. But I feel like sometimes it's okay to be incredibly outgoing. If you're in a locker room that you're very familiar with and you earn their respect, but even, you're talking about new guys, you wish new guys would learn how to do this. I'm a new guy, and I know this one for a fact. What is the one thing that a new guy should do every time they, they get a new guy, no matter where you've been? If you've never been in a locker room before, what's the first thing that you do? Shake everybody's hand. Exactly. You shake everybody's hand and say, hey, how are you? My name is such and such. You shake everybody's hand. Because you don't know who that person is or what that person has done for this business. I don't care if you're wearing a backwards hat and you don't look like you're supposed to be in a business and you probably aren't on this card. If you were sitting in that locker room, you have some type of purpose in this locker room and you're you're back here for a reason. So that at least deserves a handshake and an introduction. Who am I? Because if I if I had that way, let, let's take an instance like... What if that would have happened with me and I didn't introduce myself to anybody and was being this loud and guys like Danny Dollar or Justin wasn't on our show, was he? No, no. No. Okay. Let's just say that I wasn't trained by action. Okay. And both them two were in the locker room and I'm over here cutting the shit, being funny, trying to act up. And these two are vets. They're vets. They don't know who the fuck I am. They don't know who me from 10 buck two. Right. That is going to set a bad tone. Because I just saw Danny again last week. First thing I did, hey Danny, how you doing? Good to see you. Oh shit, you got you got hurt. Good to see you, man. I hope you get feeling better. I don't care about what I'm doing at that point. My focus is on being a. I eventually would love to be a locker room leader and be like, hey, this is the precedent that we have. There are locker there there are, there are locker room rules, complete locker room rules, and I'll go over them with you. I found these, well, I didn't find these. These are now posted up for the MEW locker room. And I feel like a lot of guys have lost faith in, or lost faith in this. Oh, excuse me. No smoking, no alcohol, no drugs, no marks, 
Your guest must enter through the front door, not the locker room. Only one free guest allowed per wrestler. I don't even follow that one because I don't bring guests. You want to come to my show, you're going to pay for it. That's exactly how you support me in this business. No family or friends in the locker room. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Because number eight follows number nine. If you are caught breaking kayfabe, you will be fired. If you have to ask what kayfabe is, you will be fired. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> Do not get helped to the back by security unless it is approved by the booker. This is professional wrestling, for God's sake. If you actually have to get help to the back to sell a fake punch, for God's sake, leave. Final rule. This applies to a lot of people. This applies to me because I've done this before. I've grabbed a mic without permission. Do not cut promos or make matches without Booker's approval. What's the one thing I asked you, Carl, whenever I said, hey, do you have me at What's the one thing I said? I came with you and said, You asked me if you can cut a promo. Can I cut a promo? Do you have an issue with me doing so? And I told you no. Nope. And that's exactly when I went out there and did it. If you would have said, Not tonight, we don't have have 30 seconds for that. My ass would have walked straight to that ring and talked more crap loudly. I can project my voice pretty loud. The people downstairs are probably wondering, Who the hell am I screaming at? Let me tell you something. When we probably publish this one, I'm going to make sure I put all green horns need to listen to this one. <laughs> I mean, I ain't nobody. I know I'm not anything. I am not anything in this business. Nobody's been taught well. Well, I, I'll tell you this much. I've learned from a lot of people, and me and Byron Wilcott, I've said this name a lot, and he and I have have gotten off on the wrong foot before. I am incredibly much a smartass. And I don't care. I don't care. It's my nature. I am a smart ass by what do they what do they call us? Rebel my rebel by nature. That's exactly what I I'm a rebel. It's just what I do. Right. When it gets brought to my attention that I'm being a smart ass. Byron Wilcott to me we were in Mansfield, Louisiana, and we were doing the show right after we did our mania show. Because we were in New Orleans that weekend, we did our own show. We had about uh we had some people there. And and Byron, it's okay for him to do this because this is his show. It doesn't matter what the fuck I think. Byron said, hey, don't be the damn sleeping bear. You know how the fuck to do this. And me at the time, I had been very sleepy that entire day. I hadn't had much sleep. Um, I hadn't had much to eat. I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm, you're not you when you're hungry when you need a Snickers type person. <laughs> and so me and Action are pulling something from the trailer. And he was like, grab it here. And, I, and uh, I didn't realize that Byron was on the other side. Byron, if you're hearing this, I understand, by the way, what you were talking about. So trust me, I ain't talking shit. But uh, yeah, other than sure expressing. Down- yeah, make sure he downloads the app to hear you. Well, I mean, he's going to have to know this was, a, this was a lesson learned by myself. And I said, and we're, me and Action were doing something. I said, oh, don't you think the Bears should come over here and help you do that? Like, really, like, that's exactly what I said. Didn't realize that Byron was, like, two feet from me when he heard that. He heard, he heard me all say it loud and clear. And um, I can tell when somebody's heard me say something because I'll, be I'll do this, like, weird, like, double eyebrow lift and be, like, kind of like this weird, like, almost like all my teeth showing. Like, that emoji that's, like, on, the, on your smartphone that looks like, oh, shit, I might have said something that might get me in trouble, but if I don't say it again, I might not have to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard about it. Heard about it real quick. He walks by me and he goes, hey, by the way, 
that smart mouth ain't going to get you anywhere in this business. And I went, he heard me. <laughs> he heard me. And so I just kept walking because he had heard me. I kept, what am I supposed to say? No, 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 oh, Byron, Byron Wilcott's body, face hangs in my freaking house, and I see the people he's surrounded by, he's got guys like the Pillars of Destiny, Brian Cage, the current Impact Teddy, or, uh, Exhibition Champion, Lance Hoyt, one half of the Killer Elite Squad, with Jackson Stone, like, these are guys that I want to work one day, right. like, it, it, I'm not gonna disrespect the man in charge any more than I already have. So I just didn't say anything. I was just like, all right, I'm going to shut my mouth. And, uh, you know, once we get away, I'm just like, ah, blah, 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 blah. I'm going off. Cause I'm like, man, fuck that dude. And John will be like, Hey, hold on now. Hold on just a second. And John will talk me down. John will calm me down. John actually very, 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 he's like a brother to me. So he knows me when I get pissed off. He knows exactly what to do to keep me away from spewing out shit in my mouth or getting myself in trouble. Last thing you want to do, by the way, Greenhorns, including myself, anybody listening, keep your fucking mouth shut because you don't want to say anything that'll piss a promoter off that might end up being your help in the future and getting blacklisted in an entire state. Do not do it. I don't care if you're from Arkansas, if you're from Tennessee, that goes for anybody. Shut your damn mouths. Take it from somebody who learned it the hard way. You ain't the only one, man. I'm I'm blackballed from most yellow wrestling. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I can't even buy a ticket there. <laughs> um, uh, are we talking about OCW? No. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to go buy a ticket there either. But I mean, I've seen some of the talent come through there. I don't. Okay, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut there. But <laughs> well, with that said, Carter, we want to thank you for coming on. <laughs> um, Go ahead and let everybody know where they can reach you at to book you for a show and to follow you to keep up with your dates, like your Facebook or whatever. Okay. Sorry, I probably ran that a little too long, so this no, probably going to no, have no, to be edited fine. out. You're fine, brother. You're good. But, uh, by the way, just, just before we wrap this thing up, again, for all people who, who are listening to me on this podcast, I know I'm nothing, but uh, if any lesson can be learned from me, there isn't one. Have fun with this. Don't make this as hard as it has to be. Because this is can this can be, and if you truly love it, will be the best time of your life. Amen. Enjoy it. That's from the Gospel of Carter Matthews. However, for those that want to know where you can find me, I have a fan page on Facebook. You can find me at Carter Matthews. You'll see my pretty little face over there walking out for, for Ricky Rowland. You can find me on Facebook. I have two separate pages. You can find me at Carter Matthews. If you try to add me as a friend, I probably won't. Or, or, I probably will not respond to you. You can find me. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm about to actually say my real name. My real name is Nick Scott. You can find me on Facebook. I have a lot of friends. You probably won't be one of them. You can find me on Instagram at Carter Matthews Official. You can find me on Twitter at Carter Matthews, the Rebel Soul. Or, if you're a real wrestling fan, you can find me each and every Saturday night running through Arkansas, Memphis, Texas, Louisiana. You might need social media, but I'd rather see your butt. In the, I'd rather see your ass in a seat, because then I know you paid to see the best, and I can guarantee you that you will get a show that you will talk about 
for the rest of your days. Well, brother, we appreciate you coming on, man, and I enjoyed every bit of this. this is, I'm very entertained. I believe that is within the description of the... All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, that was Carter Matthews. He is a, a great up-and-coming star all over this area. Uh, it was great to get to talk to him, get to listen to him, and, and as he said, about the first 30 to 40 minutes of the conversation was him completely in character. He was, you know, being the the infectious virus or, or whatever you want to call him, the little game himself, uh, Carter Matthews. It was great to hear from him, great to catch up with him. We look forward to, you know, when we start producing CCWA shows, doing some more with him. But um, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you downloaded this episode, please enjoy it. We look forward to, you know, getting Carter back on in the future and uh, enjoying some more time with him. Look forward to getting some footage of him up on our page. But um, but um, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank our sponsors, CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Code CCWA29 saves you 10%. Also, I want to give a shout-out to a good friend of mine, Mr. TJ Wilson, who has just opened his own workout supplement company i guess is how you would word it it is uh workhorse fitness products at workhorsefitnessproducts.com go over and check them out get you a t-shirt get you some pre-workout uh they've got all kinds of stuff going on i'm fixing to look into getting me some so i can start working out getting back in shape since we got to go open up a can on some guys and gotta gotta hit up workhorse fitness because tj uh good friend of mine i've been friends with him for a few years now and Gotta give when him a big shout TJ, out. I'm talking Tyson Kidd from WWE. We need to let people know who we're talking about. Some people probably don't know him by his name. True, uh, but but it is under <clears throat> his name on Facebook, and it you know he's promoting it himself. And I uh, I reach out to him to try to get him on here to talk about it a little bit. So we're working on getting that going. But uh, I want to put over Workhorse uh, Workhorse Fitness Products at WorkhorseFitnessProducts.com. And I'm going to make sure that he's tagged in this podcast so that he will know that I'm putting him over because I want him to understand, you know, I value our friendship because, man, let me tell you something. For four years that I wasn't in the business, other than you, he was one of the only wrestlers besides you and Arnez that I talked to. You know, he would message me on my birthday and, you know, right. he, he's always been there. He's always been a good friend. And uh, I know he just lost his father-in-law here recently and, and I messaged him and we've talked about that and, and things and we're not... We're not as close as you and I, but, you know, we're still pretty close, and we talk on a, a pretty regular basis. I know he's got a lot going on. He stays busy with traveling and producing, and now he's got his own workhorse fitness products going, and I'm proud for him, and I hope it takes off like a rocket and, and does good business for him. Uh, but with that said, I want to thank Workhorse Fitness Products, CollarNelbowBrand.com. Check them out. Code CCWA29 for CollarNelbowBrand.com. Saves you 10%. Check you out some workhorsefitnessproducts.com. Get over there, get you some supplements, get yourself in shape. Let's get better together is the uh, the whole purpose of this. Get in shape and feel better, guys. Um, anything you want to add? Carter Matthews was a great interview, great personality to have on the show. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, Arrogant just, little he took, shit. He took, the, uh, he took the ball and ran with it. Like I was telling them, though, man, the first 30 or 40 minutes of that was him in character. He's a totally different person when he's not in character. Which we all are. We can all be different people when we're not in character. But he, uh, he's a great person. I enjoy watching him wrestle. He just he is just one of the the best that I've seen up and coming future superstar right there. 
But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, he is uh, the love boat, the extreme infant, the blah, 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 Titanic. And uh, I am... Fixing to be the ass-kicking machine. That's going to be our tag team name. We're going to be the ass-kickers or the the machines. (laughs) (laughs) I am the Crescent City Saint, Gabriel Divine. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a great night, and thanks for downloading this episode. We hope you enjoy it and uh, spread the word about Carter Matthews and let's get him out there, guys. He's a great talent. Thank you for listening. Another episode with Wrestling with the Locals.